Good afternoon. It's Tech Talk Today, episode 244. My name is Chris. And I'm Angela. Hello, Angers. Guess what? It's another afternoon edition of the Tech Talk. And it feels almost like an October day outside, so I gave us kind of a, a gloomy, stormy background. Wow, you did. Yeah, I, I know. Well, it's, it's yeah. Uh, so we're here on a Monday, and we actually got a pretty good showing in our mumble room. So let's bring him in. Time-appropriate greetings, mumble room. Hello. 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 There they Hello. are. So there's a, an attention, there's a story, I should say, that got my attention today that I kind of would like to start off with. Sounds like Google is planning to phase out support of Flash in the Chrome browser. And Chrome was really on the way out when Google sort of swooped in and, and decided to uh, save the day by building Chrome support, uh, Flash support into Chrome. Uh, but the uh, it looks like, we probably will hear more about this soon, too, that... The way it's going to work with uh, future uh, Chrome uh, updates is they're going to start limiting Flash's functionality to just only click to enable, except for 10 sites, including YouTube and Facebook. Otherwise, all sites will do click to activate Flash. Uh, a couple other sites in the mix are Twitch and Amazon. Uh, Russian sites such as VK.com and Yandex and Mail.ru are also on the whitelist. But the idea basically is this is a way to start switching people over to finally HTML5 video. And, of course, it doesn't hurt that uh, Google AdWords is working on a, on a very effective pipeline to convert Flash ads to HTML5 ads. I might have missed this, but does this mean no more autoplay? Right, except for 10 sites, which includes YouTube and Facebook oh, okay. and a few other sites. Yeah, But otherwise, oh, okay. no autoplay for you. Sweet. <laughs> it is kind of a good thing, too. It'll help with battery life. It helps with security. Yeah. I think it's actually pretty nice. Uh, in fact, if anything, Mumble, wouldn't, wouldn't you guys agree in the Mumble Room that it's uh, almost a little too little too late by now? It definitely is. I mean, Steve Stops did that in 2010, I think. Oh, that's true. With the uh, iOS <laughs> operating system. <laughs> yeah, and that was really the beginning of the end for Flash and Google kind of swept in and gave Flash a uh, little jump, uh, cardiac. Yeah, but they uh, built it start. into the browser, and they said, "Well, we're going to sandbox it. We're going to sand." Well, what is that? What, what, what is that? How does that work exactly? So uh, there you go. That's kind of, I think, kind of a big story, and one that'll probably have a lot of ramifications on your average end user. This story is just creepy. I didn't have too much more to add to this, other than it's something that we all fear. And I wish the FBI. I know I feel the same way. <laughs> I wish the FBI would just be more clear about this, but they will never, neither confirm nor deny if they are wiretapping your Echo. And the Echo is the, it's like the, the Amazon, room, uh, yeah, the Alexa. room thing that'll detect that you're there and listen to everything you say yeah, and talk to it. It's and, Amazon's thing that lets you, basically, it's a home automation hub meets uh, an Amazon storefront that does really good voice commands. Hmm. Uh, and back in March, they filed, uh, Gizmodo filed a Freedom of Information request with the FBI asking the agency if they'd ever wiretapped an Amazon Echo. Because that's all our big fear, right? These things are listening. The NSA is tapping in. And this week, they got a response saying that the FBI could neither confirm nor deny if they're they're getting into Amazon Echo devices. Now, it's rumored on Wednesday that Google Google I.O. is coming up on Wednesday. And it's rumored that potentially they could have... Oh, I can't remember. Chirp. Oh, Chirp. There's a a rumor right now that Google's going to announce Chirp, which is essentially an Echo, but for OK Googs. Hmm. So you know how you can say "Okay, Googs" to your yeah. phone and stuff. They're gonna have a little. They're gonna have a little hardware. I'm trying not to activate people's things. Uh, they're gonna have a little hardware device like the Echo that you put in your living room or something. That is always gonna be listening. Wow. 
So it's interesting just kind of the timing on that freedom of information request. Any misgivings or thoughts uh, on Google launching a potential Echo competitor? Are you worried about the security implications there? Maybe not just Google, but maybe Well, the same thing already happened with the Connect, right? I guess so, yeah. It's just progressively getting more and more invasive. Before I let the mumble room answer, here's where I get weird about it, is uh, on TechSnap last week, we covered a story that starting in December, unless Congress acts, the FBI will be allowed to remotely hack your computer if they detect you have Tor installed. Right, we talked about that on Tech. Yeah. Good. Mm -hmm. And... uh, that that kind of thing sets a weird because what if that then what if that hacking leads to well it just means hacking your home network anything on your home network is prey not just the computer running Tor and right. that seems like an interpretation they could take because your home network is one IP and anything behind that one IP is fair yep, game that's one big liberty and so you got to wonder if you have devices that are constantly listening that have that are listening with remote connections uh, maybe we have ourselves a potential risk here what say you mumble rim. No, I think there not. are already plenty of excuses for them to hack your device anyway, if they really wanted to. Yeah, so you're not worried about maybe if the chirp comes out, would you be considered concerned about security implications there, or do you think? I think we already have these devices. I don't think it's just one more, right? Yeah, I mean, we do kind of all have phones in our pockets. That's sort of yeah. the ultimate. It's essentially, a gateway though to a just a higher level. It could of... be. And this thing does. These things are like specifically designed with like amazing surveillance microphones because their entire goal is to hear you from anywhere in the house as possible. So they have like eight parabolic mics on this thing. So there's also there. There's also that whole surveillance built in as its function thing. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just I put it out there as a question. I'd love to see comments too up on YouTube if you're watching this. So this is got to be the way of the future. Speaking of things down the road, Wendy's is having, I don't know if it's like a story they put out to scare their workers, the union or what, but <laughs> as they're having some wage hikes at fast food, you know, as different wages go up and whatnot. This is in general, this is always an ongoing problem, really. I don't think you could attribute it to one single thing. They are experimenting with self-service ordering kiosks. They'll be made available across 6,000 restaurants in the second half of this wow. year. Wow. I read the title and I did not expect... That big of a rollout? Yeah. Yeah, it's a full-fledged, it's all in. Uh, McDonald's has done some testing, but Wendy's wants to jump ahead, and they've been pretty vocal about saving labor. Wendy's is also one of the companies that uh, participated in that like centralized uh, drive-through service, which was interesting. I went through a drive-through the other day, and instead of getting a oh, "Hello, what would you like?" I got a "This is a test of the Channel Five service." This completes the test. Over, and then like then somebody came on. Uh, Hi, welcome. What would you like to order? It was pretty weird. Uh, and it's these remote, they're in remote call centers. Oh, my goodness. And they have IP cameras on that the drive through That is so cool. And they're putting the order through to the restaurant, and then the restaurant's processing the order at the payment window and whatnot. Genius. So the, the person in the payment window is just handling monies. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 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 So wow, been, they're outsourcing the order taking. Yeah. And they, wow. They've been into this for a while now. So now they're looking at sort of automating the order intake uh, in the... Uh, in the actuals in the in the restaurant, mm-hmm. so we'll see. I don't know. I, I don't know how big of I don't know how many stores they have in total. If six thousand is a lot, but it seems like a lot to me. It seems like a lot of tests, if nothing else. You know what I would like to see in a kiosk if they do if they put them in there for the customers to order is save my order. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they could totally do a rewards card, yeah. except without rewards or whatever. But where they just slide it, 
and and their their previous orders come up, you just select well, it. Well, and what if there was like a QR code system where you could have the or order that. saved on your phone and it would scan that when you walk right? up? Or the McDonald's app. Yeah. NFC. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it seems pretty obvious to me yeah. this is the way it's going, yeah. which is kind of a bummer because that was a good source of jobs for yeah. a lot of people, like, right. you know, especially people that don't have a lot on their resume. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's a good starter area. And now, I mean, it's like, yeah, you know, the economy is doing good when your order is messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Because that means they're in a rush. It be, it means that the people with a higher education are oh. in jobs that fit them. <laughs> that was a slam. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I don't know if that's true. It's a little. But... <laughs> no, I know. It's a, it's just a joke. That's but... it. This is a former McDonald's employee speaking. Yep. So, Hello, first job. There you go. Angela, <laughs> Angela was that a complicit? Yeah, it was a complicit. <laughs> but it's like she gets to do it because she worked there. She was in the trenches. Complicit. I thought you were going to say it just meant that there's a lot of customers coming through, so things were getting yeah. crazy. Well, that that happens too. But yeah, I know because you know they're 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 struggling because like some of them now have like the double lane drive-throughs and stuff like that, which is the double lane is so stupid. I know it's, it's super so, stupid. Like at the it causes so much more confusion. Like so, you had this order? No, actually, I didn't. Oh, okay, so you're this one. No, I'm not that one either. Yep, like yep, yep. two cars went in front of me before I was able to turn in front of, you know, like. And depending on how they have it designed, if you're driving a truck, sometimes it's really awkward to get pulled through because it's just a hard squeeze. And yeah. All right. I just want to say I, w- I, it, I did work fast food. Like I, I really I didn't. I mean, it's it's, it's just totally a joke. No, it's know, totally a joke. I'm not I'm not mean like that. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Uh, OK. So I teased it just a couple of minutes ago that Google I.O. is live on Wednesday. I, mm-hmm. Are we doing anything for that? No, because okay. I have like a whole bunch of back-end stuff I'm doing for Unfilter that day. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, Chris more, enjoys the back-end. Yeah, I'm going to be knee-deep in the back-end, <laughs> so I don't think so. But I, I'll probably be watching it so I can talk about it. Um, this is what I'm, I'm looking forward to, is is... VR that is approachable to everyday people. Stuff that, you know, you don't, you know, it's $25 for the gear, gear, geez, I can't talk. Right. For the VR headset. Mm-hmm. And if your kids ruin it, it's not a big deal. You order another one on Amazon. Dylan was just wearing a VR. Really? At, at T-Mobile, yeah. Cool. Yeah, and kicking the air. And, cool. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it works good for on, on phones. It's a doable thing. It just isn't quite there yet from a consumer standpoint. And I'm really hoping that Google will do something around VR, uh, an approachable consumer VR that doesn't suck at Google I.O. Mm-hmm. And, and like seven phones and uh, what are we up to? Like uh, Peppermint? Uh, marshmallow. No. Well, no, I'm just making up a name. Oh, I know. Yeah, nougat. I know Marshmallow. Nougat? What's the actual name? We yeah. don't know. And it, they're going to talk about N at the next one. They're going to talk about Android N. So it'll be N? Yeah. Just the letter N? I think it's going to be Nougat. Yeah. Oh, they, oh, they I, see, I see. I see. I see. Yeah. L-M-N. Okay. Do we, do, or do we already know what N is? No. I don't know. Okay. So here's why I bring all this up. There was an v- Android VR, quote-unquote, placeholder that popped up in the Google Play Developer Console for a couple of days. Now, Google I.O. is just a couple of days away. they got to be working on stuff, right? So I think it's definitely going to be announced next week. Sweet. Uh, less, I might, here's, my, here's my prediction. Less powerful, obviously, than Vive or Rift. Um, maybe, maybe I hope they don't make it require Android N because that means it's not going to be available for anybody oh. for two years. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I hope they come up with something that we could just whip together. And because you know they've come out with Minecraft Pocket Edition VR. What's up, Minecraft and virtual reality? Now, now we've lost the kids forever. Right. Uh, so just really quick follow up to a story we've sort of loosely kept track of. Apple has confirmed reports of potential bug in iTunes. That was deleting users' Apple Music. So it actually wasn't a bug in Apple Music. It was a bug in Wait, they're actually iTunes. admitting that it was a bug? Yeah. 
I think so. Interesting. Well, here's what they said. Here's what they said. This is quote for quote verbatim. In an extremely small number of cases, users have reported that music files saved on their computer were removed without their permission. We, that's a nice way to say deleted. We're taking these reports seriously as we know how important music is to our customers and our teams are focused on identifying the cause. We have not been able to reproduce the issue. However, we are releasing an update to iTunes early next week, which includes additional safeguards. If users experience this issue, they should contact AppleCare. Yeah, so like the article that I read was a guy who had a ton of music. A lot of it he made himself. Mm -hmm. He went ahead and did the, sure, iTunes, go ahead and search my library and... um, uh, and basically what it does is it, it, it matches up the music and it it, bas- it uploaded his whole library to iTunes or not to iTunes. But anyway, and then um, if it couldn't find a match or it would try to find as close a match as possible, but none yeah. of his music is in iTunes. Yeah, of course. So then it, it was just gone. And some some brands that he or some songs that he had that were like special you know, one offs got replaced with a uh, the the version that was you know maybe put on the album, whereas maybe he had the live version or so, you know something that wasn't in the iTunes store. So yeah, and yeah, it it took him. Thankfully, he had a backup, but I can't even imagine. Like mm-hmm. I haven't done the iTunes match thing. I yeah. I think it's a bad. I thought it was a bad idea from the very beginning. Yeah, the world is moving that direction though. Um, but yeah, I have not messed with it either. Yeah. I just never, I also I, I never wanted to. I don't like basically not having my music on my phone you know well the like, whole idea just is having you it in can the cloud? download local copies but of course it's only yeah yeah i agree you know i would i right now i still do the the lightning sync you know i i hook up my phone to my computer <laughs> and i select the playlist that i want on my phone and if i don't want something on there anymore then i un you know i uncheck it and i check something else so well, there you go. That's a pretty good. Unless anybody else in Mumber Magazine toss in there, I think that's. I think you pretty much got it. Uh, this, I guess, we could have said saw this one coming. I, I, I don't. Uh, I know smart, uh, smart. Uh, what is it called? Rings? No. Um, uh, what is their name? Uh, Ring doorbell. Yeah, that's what it is. Ring doorbell. Uh, they have uh, been pretty big in the podcast community as far as sponsorship goes. They sponsor quite a bit of podcasts, okay. and I like that. That's I think that shows a company that realizes the advantage of of marketing to a podcast. Smart audience. doorbell. Yeah, it's a smart doorbell that has a video built in. Sort huh. of not like the, so like the one built into your iPhone. place, but uh, this one, yeah, it sends a push notification to your internet phone. And uh, some owners of the Ring Doorbell Pro recently experienced a mix-up where the smart system showed them a video of visitors outside, only it wasn't their home the feed was coming from. It was somebody else's. This is the baby crib video. We can watch your kids sleeping all over again. Like, why why can't we learn? This is the cloud version of that. Why can't we learn from our mistakes, people? Here's what they say. Of course, now, it's not like... Not like you're like seeing a lot of stuff. I mean, people come into your door. They're not holding up your address. They're not naked. You know. No, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I guess what Ring said is we use random numbers to generate a call ID from Ring products. We did a very robust beta test of the new Ring Video Doorbell Pro on experimental software, and we moved it out out of beta for the commercial launch. Some customers' numbers were in two different databases. As a result, those call ID numbers were overwritten. We believe, based on all the data we have analyzed, that this caused less than 10 instances out of more than 4 million calls per day. Oh, wow. Yeah, and 84 million calls in total. That's interesting. That's yeah. really interesting. That's, I like when they give you like legit details because everything, oh, okay, that sounds legit. Yeah. <laughs> can, yeah. Okay, I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> I just stop there. I'm and, good. and for that kind of product, that's pretty important. You had me at bacon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 
Totally told you so, right? I mean, obviously, yeah. this kind of thing. It's it is there is an adva- there is a big advantage to waiting it out, or I mean, rolling your own. You could roll your own solution. It's just not as easy, right? Yeah. And that's always the problem. And and they just give you a, a product you screw in or even tape on and connect to your phone, and you're good to go. That's all you have to do. And a lot of people like to be able to check their door from. I do. You know. Yeah, yep. Yep. Got some, you know, just it's me, yeah. woman, and yeah. kids. I I check my it's not a it's not that service, but Yeah, you have to go to a station in the house, but you have she does yeah. have video at the door, which is yeah. nice. And if you could have that on your phone, you'd look check it in bed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, or also it's just kind of nice to track cuz it'll do motion tracking to see when people came and left. So you get an idea of when people came and went from the door when you're not there. So even if it's just the kids and Jenny mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So are you cool. ready? Mumbrum, any thoughts on the whole uh, uh, automated home stuff before we move on to our Kickstarter of the week? Can it sign for my UPS packages? Oh, gosh, that's really right? All I want. That would legitimately. Can you send audio? Because, <laughs> yeah, if you could be like, I, I am not. Send audio. You can, you can, you can talk can. to them. Yeah, 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 you can. If UPS would, uh, that almost just sounds like it could take a policy change on UPSs. That yeah. would sell the crap out of those things. Yeah, it would. Yeah, I, I would love to have one on the RV. Okay, yeah, I'm here. Okay. See, <laughs> I actually... And I'm 21. Just, yeah, you take my word for it. Just to give you kind of like maybe something you've never considered, uh, I find the Ring video doorbell appealing because I live in an RV that doesn't have a doorbell. And so this would give me a doorbell. Plus, I'm never there. Except that when it's the kids knocking on the door or something, you're not going to be able to see them. And all my phones, too. Yeah, plus, I mean, yeah that too. Plus, I have horrible connectivity up there, so I'd never actually get the, the, the push notification. <laughs> um, all right, Andrews, let's bust it out. Get yourself ready. Gorge your loins. Prepare yourselves. Buckle up. <laughs> Maybe our last Kickstarter of the week. I'm not sure. It depends Gorge on the submissions we get. Okay. Because I'm just not I know. super loving yeah. it. I know. Yeah, we need okay. a new bit. But, if you have a suggestion, yes. go to the, the subreddit. Yes. Or a really kick-ass Kickstarter. Yeah. See that what I did there? Yep. This one is a category we've never done on the show. Uh, it has a modest goal of $9,283. Ooh, and they're almost there. They've raised 7881 but with only four days left to go. Okay. They have 459 backers as of this recording. It is in the shadows for Steam, the PlayStation, and the X-Bone 1, a sort of childlike fantasy world. Ew. We've never done a game, so let's check it out. So a new new territory. Like uh, ambiance, uh, sort of eight bit, but better than eight bit graphics. But it's sort of that style. Yeah, you can tell by the sound. But it's it's like it's the side scrolling Mario type yeah. game, and it actually reminds me of a boy and his blob mm. from Nintendo, uh, regular Nintendo. What do you think of the visuals, though? I like them. Like yeah. I love it. Memories warm you up inside. Okay, sir, so are they going for the um, that that show? What is it called? But they also tear you apart. No, I think I think it's a gameplay element. Oh, he's going to see his therapist, and then like, he's recalling stuff from his childhood. <laughs> this that's, is real life. That's here. funny. And then now he's walking around as an adult in the world. Wait, I made this mistake before. <laughs> this is pretty neat. So, uh, as you can see, it looks like a very well thought out game. I would say. You agree? There, there wasn't a lot of action. It, no, it, not yet. It appears. Yeah. Is that a bad thing? Well, I just I'm not understanding the point. 
or how you fight or <laughs> maybe like you, you don't. collect stuff. Maybe you don't. I mean, I just I noticed it was we got this from the chat room. Oh, so it's neither a one of us, puzzle game yeah. about memories. Lights and shadows. Now, neither one of us know about it much about it because it was a chat room submitted topic. But I think I kind of grok some of the more they're going for, I think, a low, a lower key game a little bit. Yeah. Interesting. With some solid ambiance in the shadows coming to PC, Mac and Linux. Linux. If they make it in four days. From Cubicle. Uh, pretty cool project, though. It's a thinking game. Okay. Yeah, which is, I think, kind of a neat idea. People don't always need to be all amped up and stressed out by their games. Mumbarum, what do you think of uh, funding a video game on Kickstarter like this? Archuber says, meh. What do you think? It's like 16-bit graphics. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's their yeah. first game. I wouldn't trust the developer that's making a first game. But it seems like it's pretty far developed. Like, there's quite a bit they're showing. I think. Yeah, that's that's a good question. We have samples here. You can hear two samples of songs. Tile Nesh says, loving the sound, but I have too many puzzle platforms in my Steam library. This is a sample of one of their songs. Rick, I would buy it. So they've already got the music made. Yeah, I think I would, too. I'd rather not kickstart it, but I would buy it. So it says here that In the Shadows has been played in public at uh, Montreal Indie 2016. It's also part of the Indie Mega Booth for uh, GDC 2016 in San Francisco. So uh, it's also part of the PAX Rising at PAX East 2016. Uh, it was in April. Uh, and they had it at the booth. So I think there's a product that's actually been developed here. And they're on Steam Greenlight. Oh, well, there you go. So that I'm a little more comfortable with. I wonder if that's why their goal is a little lower here, because they're trying to ra- raise some money on Greenlight. Let's go take a look-see. Yeah, I guess so. People just voting, but I don't see how many votes it has. The Greenlight doesn't tell me. I was hoping to see how popular it was. But it does have 175 comments. So that's, that's something. So in the shadows, what do you think, Angers? What do you think? Well, it's what's the age range? It's not even geared to kids, right? I would I would think not. Being it's it's pitching itself as a thinking game, it's like <laughs> right? Because kids don't think. Well, it's an adult that goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't I don't think so. I don't know. It actually, you know, it actually does seem like something that I would enjoy. You something know? you could maybe play on a touch device too, potentially. Yeah. So you're but saying fund it? No. Well, what's the funding <gasps> levels? Wow. We didn't talk about funding wow. levels. Like, not, okay. All right. So funding levels uh, starts at, uh, well, that one's gone, the $10 one. 13 bucks. Mm-hmm. You get a digital copy of the game when it's released, estimated December. And by digital copy, that just means like, here's a link and you download it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thirteen's uh, not so bad. Eighteen bucks, you get a digital copy, and you get your name in the credits. Twenty-five bucks, you get your name in the credits, and you get the you get the soundtrack plus obviously the digital copy. Let's see, you could jump, you could go baller. The highest end is two fifty. You get everything above plus your credits. Uh, at one twenty-five, you get your name in a personalized frame. What's hmm. uh-huh. you get beta access at thirty-five bucks? So you could get access sooner or later. I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards I think people should fund it. I think it's kind of a neat idea. Yeah. No, I definitely – I'm not sure about us. We... <laughs> Victory! I'll take it. I so rarely get it. I so rarely get it on this show. I feel like that's the only way this segment could ever survive is if we got a win on that one. That seems like some some people that I, I, I agree – uh, I I think it's a safe – I think what that win for me means, it's a safe project to back. I'm not backing sure. it though. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I feel that like it, good. I feel like it qualifies to be on Kickstarter. Like their premise is sound enough, and their potential deliver is solid enough. As a rating, they pass. That's what mm-hmm. that win jingle is. Right. Then. Yes. 
All right. You know what else gets a pass? Patreon.com slash today. Boom. Heck yeah. In fact, if you are a recent patron, then you get access to something that we just started. And if you're a longtime patron, you've probably been waiting for us to do this for a long while. Yep. We have now started. Now, it's not a full-fledged production, but we have now started to post full live stream recordings of some of our shows Mm -hmm. to our patrons. And we're going to do it selectively for some of them as we get the system worked out. Uh, but we just posted yesterday's last, the yep. full thing up there. And I, I heard there was uh, there were some uh, technical issues last night with JB.com. So, That's true. Uh, so it actually we delayed. We had a back-end file server issue. Yeah. yeah so, so it we, delayed the release of last. So the people, well, first of all, the people that were, you know, waiting for it to come out could watch it right then. But then also people that can't make it live. Right? Yeah, the patrons. Um, the people that couldn't make it yeah. live or never make it live. Because we were posting the live stream recording, we didn't. It didn't. We just posted it immediately. Didn't have to go uh, through the publishing process, and uh, as fast as YouTube could, could yeah, render it, so it course. wasn't immediate. But it was pretty neat, and so it's something. It's just a little perk, a little thank you, uh, as we start to sort of bring more and more attention to our Patreon page. As we start to sort of plan our refactoring of it, because this is a pretty important platform for us. Uh, we would love your support. Patreon.com/slash today, you uh, newbies and long timers. All are starting to get access. Right now, I said it at $3, just as an entry mm-hmm. point, mm-hmm. just because it does take work on our part and effort and money and cost to actually right. run the process. Yeah. So our $3,500 goal was to have an extra machine to do this type of recording. I know. And now so we've done we that. hit that. We did. And yeah. that's, that's that's what you're really seeing cool. right now. And then yeah. um, also, if you are watching this show, not just listening, uh, I updated the page and it looks pretty awesome, if Very I nice. say so myself. Very good. There are a lot less commas. We need a yeah <laughs> because this guy I like inserts commas everywhere like it's I was uh, I went to the uh, school of Shatner right for right yes <laughs> yes <laughs> I was gonna make that joke but I was gonna butcher his name yeah the Shat school of Good. writing the Shat uh, school. yeah I'm pr- it's pretty exciting to actually to 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 uh, to push through another milestone and deliver on the live stream recording and I like the way we're doing it I don't think it's the final system but I like that uh, we have the capability it also at the same time is us flexing our muscles on alternative recordings and all kinds of stuff so yep. it's a lot of stuff and. Uh, Patreons get it first. In fact, if you were watching the Patreon page closely, you probably noticed me doing some testing with it a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, And also, uh, if you want to just scroll down a little bit, there is a new level. $10 level. It's oh, called the cord cutter level. The cord cutter. And I haven't advertised it, but I think we have at least one that, that yeah, saw do. it. And, Look at that. We do. Yeah. Um, and that's why there's only one there because I just added it. But uh, do you want to read the spiel? Sure. You're a cord cutter. You decided mainstream cable isn't how you want to consume content anymore. And it turns out Jupiter Broadcasting has what you need. This level means you support content that is tailored to you and your technical needs. And you're still saving money. Nice. Right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, so there's the ten dollar cord cutter level. It's it's kind of great because yeah, basically, if you cut your cable, you probably still pay for Hulu or Netflix or whatever. That's fifteen or so dollars of the hundred dollar bill. If you're also watching our content, you ha- that's another ten dollars. So it's twenty five, thirty dollars. You're still saving sixty bucks a month, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty great, and so, uh, and helping us out in a significant way that we really appreciate. It makes a difference, and it does it points our compass towards our audience, which I think is. The best for a long-term, healthy mm-hmm. podcast network. Patreon.com slash today. It's like veggies for your content that doesn't taste bad. Oh, my God. <laughs> veggies with cheese for your content. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that brings us to the end of this week's Tech Talk Today. Do you want to do Monday again next week? 
uh, yeah, if you, if it's working out for I you, so. I th- I like yeah. it. Yeah, I'm like Blaster it. likes the swag club. I agree, Blaster. I, that would be yeah, swag club though. Yeah. yeah, I know, right? That's that's the thing. Uh, all right, so that'll wrap us up. TechTalkToday.reddit.com. If you have a killer Kickstarter, if you have a video that would be a great end of show clip, news stories, comments, anything like that. TechTalkToday.reddit.com. You can also email us at jupiterbroadcasting.com slash contact. Don't forget to leave us a comment on your thoughts on anything we talked about if you're watching on YouTube. And last but definitely, definitely not least, we have that mumble room. Thank you guys for making it here on Monday. We'd love to have you join us if your thoughts – if we ever provoke a thought and you wish you could share it, well, why not? You just have to pass the sniff test to make sure your microphone works and you don't have a bunch of echo. And once you get staged, we'll have you in here and you can share your thoughts. And we love it. It's a great way to interact with us directly. So, And plus, you know, the show doesn't – like the show goes on after we get off the air. Mm-hmm. We're still in the moment room for a bit and hanging out and stuff. It's pretty fun. All right, Andrews, I'm going to bring us to the end with a uh, commercial for a product, I I don't even know how I wound up with this, but I had one of these as a kid, and it was influential on my future career. I feel like this product might be responsible for me podcasting today, so uh, I'll share it with you now. Thanks for joining us. See you back here next week. You can have lots of high-tech fun with Tiger's Talkboy tape recorder. Hey, stop drooling on me. Ruling on me. It even has speed control. Hi, kids. We're home early. Hi, kids. We're home early. Tiger's Talkboy tape recorder comes with audio cassette. Batteries not included.